Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, section 16, chapter 184. When night came, the doors of the church were closed about three hours after sunset, and the body was opened. In order to examine it well, as to prepare it for burial, the fathers invited the following to be present at the autopsy. Doctors Angelo Vittorio and Giuseppe Zerla, their assistants, Mark Antonio Belli and Alessandro Illuminati and then of our own community, Germanico Fideli, Giulio Severa, and Giovan Battista Guerra, and from outside, Francesco Zazara, Spinello Benci, and some others. I myself was not present at the autopsy, not that I would not have been able to endure watching the spectacle, but because I happened to feel rather unwell, just as they began to cut into him. During the autopsy, something remarkable happened, which I take as a sign that God confirmed the truth of his virginity. The surgeons had gathered around the body to take out the entrails, and many of the fathers were watching. To make it easier to dissect him, they undressed the body, and then amazingly, although his body was bloodless and devoid of life, His hands were moved by supernatural power to cover those parts of his body which in life would have been unseemly to expose. This happened more than once, every time it was necessary to move the body. And when Angelo Vittorio noticed it, he called out aloud so everyone could hear him. What wonderful purity the man possessed. What exemplary chastity. Look, see how the man is covering up his privates even though he is dead. The same thing had happened when they washed his body, as the fathers who were present observed. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri, flower of purity, choices of priests, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. A couple times in this life of St. Philip, we've had somewhat kind of embarrassing stories, stories that are seemingly hard to believe or make us a little shy to even read them. And tonight's is one of those. Before original sin, our first parents were naked without shame. The human body is not bad. The human body is not evil. The human body was not made 
for lust. But after humanity broke away from God, further disharmonies entered in once the original holiness was lost, so also was the original justice, that perfect harmony of our bodies to our souls, of our emotions to our reason, human beings with amongst themselves, humanity in the natural world. And in place of Adam and Eve having that perfect harmony, in place of their looking at each other and Adam declaring, this is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. In place of that, they now had lust. In place of their being told to be fruitful and multiply, they now felt pain in childbirth. And yet, when St. Philip's body was uncovered, when the doctors had to do their work, this strange thing happened where his hand against all seeming medical explanations, any biological explanations, his hands would move over his private parts. Now, why would this happen? Well, Galonio gives one interpretation. Father Galonio says, well, I wasn't there, but my interpretation is that God was confirming the truth of St. Philip's virginity. Many people testified at his, the tribunal for his canonization and the Roman judges, the Roman cardinals decided that it was beyond doubt, according to all the testimonies they had. They had, his, they had women who washed his clothes, they had women who washed his laundry, they had his family, they had his friends, anyone who knew him. And they said it was proven that St. Philip had preserved his virginity through his whole life. And given what Florence was like in his youth, this is quite astonishing. And so Galonio says that this post-death event of him covering up himself as though he were covering over his, as though he were alive and trying to practice modesty, this is a proof of his virginity. Well, other Biographers have given different explanations. Some pass over it fairly quickly, not sure what to say about it. But perhaps we could just offer one other small hypothesis. The fact that Galonio says that this was a supernatural power that moved his hands tells us something possibly significant that purity itself, chastity itself, self-control in matters of sexuality, the integrating of our sexual desires within our whole life, putting them on their proper place, whatever it is our state in life is, that self-mastery that we call chastity, that self-integration of this part of our life into the whole of our life, that chastity is a grace, it's a gift, and we have to pray for it. And the fact that St. Philip did these supernatural things after he died is showing us that we have to pray for chastity. Chastity is supernatural. 
It's beyond our natural powers in a fallen world to keep it under control. But God can help us. Nothing is impossible with God. Is it better not to get married? St. Peter asked our Lord. If you can't divorce your wife, is it better not to get married? Our Lord said to those to whom it's granted, nothing is impossible with God. That for men, certain things are impossible, but not with God. And St. Paul said something similar when he talked about not getting married. Each one has their own gift from the Lord. And the Lord invites some people to perfect chastity. He invites others who haven't had perfect chastity to regain their chastity. He invites some people to sacrifice marriage and the goods of marriage for the kingdom of God. Others he calls to the married state and calls them to be witnesses in the world, to raise up families, to support each other, giving them the possibly the greatest experience of friendship in this life. But whatever the gift that we have, whatever path of life we're meant to follow, each of us has to live chastity. and Each of us has to pray for chastity. And St. Philip is telling us tonight that not only is it a gift to have chastity, but no matter how old we are, no matter how long we've lived in this world, no matter how gray our hair is on top, we have to be on guard. We cannot rely on our own strength. For chastity is a gift from the Lord. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.